Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Hello, Brooke. Did you miss me? You know, honestly, I did until this second. <laughs> so It's taking everything I have in my core being to not Madonna the shit out of this show. I mean, I would make fun of you if you did, but I know that if it were me, I'd have a full-on British accent forever now. So I just love their accent so much. Um, and you know, I love the Brit people. My dad was like, don't say Brits here. And I was like, Why? can you not say Brits? Is that an offensive term? <gasps> oh, no. I don't know if he was just messing with me or being serious. So oh, the serial medicine sounds like. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> so glad to be here. Um, I woke up at 3 a.m. Mm. Uh, so, of course, it's my first day back in the States and we're doing an episode about the UK. Yeah. Kind of, sort of, but you know, I just can't say goodbye. <laughs> Right. Um, so today we're going to talk about Miley's new interview that she did with British Vogue. Yeah. So in this interview, Miley opens up about, I got to say, pretty much everything. Yeah. And she's even addressing all the rumors about who her song Flowers is actually about. And here's a hint that'll shock you to your core. Mm-hmm. It's not about our Liam who's trying to take your job. <laughs> <laughs> Liam wishes. Uh, I honestly wish Flowers was about our Liam. Me too. then, you know, all of his Twitter friends <laughs> yeah. could actually use that clout, you know? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Zipperin. It's Friday, May 19th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. We know you have your tried and true closet staples, but it can be fun to switch it up. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stodd or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. Yeah, it's easy to find instant inspiration at Saks.com. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Okay, well, obviously, this is making me just want to shop after we record this. I know. And it doesn't take much for me wanting to shop. No. But if you're looking for a joyful shopping escape, which we all are, then head to Saks.com for inspiring ways to shop for everything on your agenda. Saks.com. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan... You can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. So since Miley Cyrus dropped her absolute banger of a song, Mm. Flowers, earlier Mm -hmm. this year, 
fans have been convinced that it's all about Liam Hemsworth, her ex-husband. Yeah. And I gotta say, some of the clues do kind of add up. Yes. Um, I mean, first off, she released the track on Liam's birthday. And, you know, there's <laughs> 365 days, sometimes 366. That's, so it's like... Yeah, true. That's a lot of choices of days to release it to pick one. Agree. Um, And then a lot of people have speculated that the lyrics and melody of Flowers sound a little bit like the Bruno Mars song, When I Was Your Man, mm-hmm. which apparently is a song that Liam once dedicated to Miley. Which, how do people know that? Where did he dedicate this They heard song? him on Delilah. <laughs> oh my God, I wish that were true. Um, <laughs> there's also the line in Flowers where Miley sings, built a home and watched it burn. A lot of people think this might be a reference to Miley and Liam's house in Malibu that burned down in 2018 during the wildfires. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But in this new interview, Miley doesn't really confirm or deny if Flowers is about Liam. Unfortunately, yeah. I wish she would have been like, yeah, it's about him. Yeah. Screw that guy. Um, she kind of just shrugs it off and she said, I never need to be a master at the craft of tricking an audience. It will set itself on fire all by itself, which is so true. I was going to say, like, you don't, you can literally say absolutely nothing and the audience will lose their shit. (laughs) Yep. Um, Miley also tells Vogue that she originally wrote Flowers as a sad love song, but then she ended up making it a little more optimistic. And she said, the song is a little fake it till you make it, which I'm a big fan of. I'm so glad she didn't do that. Yeah, I love this little tidbit because I was just like, oh yeah, I guess it could have been kind of like a wallowing sad song. And it's just like, talk about flipping it on its head. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Classic Miley. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, we've seen Miley go through a lot of changes. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think the biggest one is, of course, Disney starlet Hannah Montana to wrecking ball writing mega pop star. Yes. She's really just kind of run the gamut when it comes Mm -hmm. to being in the public eye and being a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, this is 2023. Mm -hmm. We live in a society that sucks a lot of the time. (laughs) Yep. And one of the reasons it sucks is that the media just loves to tear people apart. Oh, God. And they especially love to do it to people who have grown up in the public eye, like Uh Miley. Yeah. Um, And in this interview, she took some time to talk about how she was not treated fairly, especially when it came to how media and like (sighs) publications talked about her. Yeah. So Miley says that her album Bangers and her twerking, which for the record, I've said this many times, that was not twerking. That was moving her butt side oh, to side. God. That was not twerking. I got this. Oh my twerking God. is up and down. Okay, I'm, that's all I'm saying. It's become like a catch-all <laughs> for like provocative dancing. I know. And it's just like, it's like, come on, we can come up with more words. Let's have some respect for the craft, you know, of dance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. she said it was just normal twenty-something behavior, and that she was creating attention as a way to separate herself from the character of Hannah Montana, which honestly is genius. Mm-hmm. Like that's a perfect way to do it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, she already had. It was Hannah Montana. And Miley. Right. Yeah. But so we already know they're two different people. <laughs> this is more than a wig change, yeah, though, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Miley said, when you're 20 or 21, you have more to prove. I'm not my parents. I am who I am. Mm. Miley also said that she carried some guilt and shame around for years because of how much controversy and upset she caused. Mm. But now she looks back and says that even though she thought she was grown at the time, which so many people do when they're 20. Yeah, um, we really do. Yeah, she now sees her 20-year-old self as just a kid. And she said, I was harshly judged as a child by adults. And now as an adult, I realize that I would never harshly judge a child, which is so true. Like there were grown people talking shit about her. Like it's like, come on. Yeah. 
What I love about this article is that these days, Miley has left behind her guilt and shame. Like, she talks mm-hmm. about how, you know, that's something in the past. She's 30 yeah. now. Yeah. Which, honestly, she's lived <laughs> the life of a 98-year-old. I know. God. Like. Yeah. I can't believe she's just 30. <laughs> like, like, this girl's okay. such a baby still. <laughs> um, And she's also, what I didn't realize, has left behind her intense partying. She said that she's two years yeah. sober, which I, I know. don't know how I missed. And I, I know. can't tell, but I think that includes weed. Yeah, because she, in the interview, she was like, I don't drink and, you know. Yeah, she didn't specifically say it. Or it was like a weird trail off. Yeah. But I thought she was still smoking weed. I thought she was one of us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, let's just say she's not coming to our sleepovers now. I know, although <laughs> we're going to talk about this, but there could be dancing if she comes. And so maybe we should. My God, <laughs> just what we need more dancing. Um, But Miley says that right now her main priority is her mental and physical health, which Mm -hmm. I think we all should have that as our main priority. Yeah. Uh, She says she's more likely to be found walking through a rose garden, which I did Mm. in London. Oh, boy. Or going to a museum with her friends nowadays rather than turning it up at a club. Yeah. So this is what I was hinting at. She says that she's really into fitness and she'll have her friends over to work out and dance with her. And she was yeah. like talking about doing Madonna choreography. And I was mm-hmm. like, this sounds so, should we be doing this? Should we be learning choreography? Yeah. yeah. It'd be way more fun than the time we tried to do P90X. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, well, anything would be more fun than that. Um, <laughs> so whether or not she is singing about Liam Hemsworth and Flowers, she has moved on romantically. She's been dating musician Max Mirando for a couple of years, which I didn't know this either, I don't think. Like, have I not been paying attention to her? Well, that's what I kind of love about her lately is that she, for so long, she was all over everything. And I mean, not that that was her choice. It was, you know, the way the media is. Yeah. But like, lately, I mean, this is, when I saw that this is what we were covering, I was so happy because my sister-in-law is always like, why don't you guys ever cover (laughs) Miley? And I'm like, because she doesn't do anything. She's like, so, like, keeps to herself. And I respect it. I hate it because I want to know what everyone's business is, but I respect it so much. Honestly, same. Well, remember last year we were talking about she did the New Year's Eve special with Pete Davidson and like seemed uh-huh. very flirty and there was like all that stuff. But she must have been dating Max at the time. Yeah. Only a year ago. So I'm like, yeah. damn, how did I not know this? And that went away because there, there was nothing there. I know. Because um, he's holding out for me still. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Pete. I'm married. I keep <laughs> saying it. Um, he's like, hurry up. Get over that. <laughs> So Miley said that her and Max were actually set up on a blind date. And then Mm. she was like, well, it was blind for me, not really for him. (laughs) And she was like, you know, I thought the worst that could happen is I leave, which is true. I mean, or you get murdered. Well, either or. Could happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say which one's worst, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm just I'm glad she has friends that actually set her up on dates. Unlike mine. Arisha Kathleen, (laughs) don't you dare. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) So, okay, this article, this British article, Mm -hmm. makes it seem like Miley's in a good place. She's got a man that she seems to love. They seem to have Mm -hmm. a really good relationship Yeah, from the little that she shared on it. Right. She's got a song that's an absolute banger. And I kind of like Mm -hmm. how she's just like, I'm making music for myself. Like, she talked about how she didn't, like, worry about, oh, drop it on this day or do this or do this. It's just like, this is what I want to do, and so I'm going yeah. to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, Brooke, what were your biggest takeaways from her interview? I mean, aside from having friends over to do sick-ass choreo, 
Um, I kind of feel the same way you do. Like, I, I love that she's like, you know, I don't feel the need to please every single person anymore. And like, yeah. she's like, I don't even know if I'm going to do a tour or concerts anytime soon. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I just kind of love that. And I'm like, that's inspiring mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. At the like, obviously our careers are in no way similar, but like, kind of similar. on a small Almost scale, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the sense that we both have that really great rasp to our voices. Um, But it's like, you know, it makes sense. Like, stop trying to please everyone and make everyone happy. Like, you got to just live your life or it's going to eat you alive. Literally. I feel like the way that she talked in this interview, it makes me think of people that have been in this industry and are like 65, where it's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I stopped caring. And it's just, I. it makes sense that it's happening for her earlier because she's been in the industry so long and she like, yeah was kind of born into it with her, you know, her dad, Billy Ray. Right. and Especially having Dolly Parton, like, as your godmother. Like, she yeah. is just... And I gotta say, it's what I love about Miley is that I didn't used to like Miley. And it wasn't until my mm. sister-in-law was, like, a huge Miley advocate that I was just like... <laughs> it's like, okay. And she just, like... Because, yeah. I mean, I'll say it, like, it was the media. The way that the media pushed Miley Cyrus, right. like, that whole stuff with Robin Thicke. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. That's who she was allegedly twerking. twerking. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just like, you know, I ate that shit up like the little stupid dodo bird I am. And the fact that Miley was the one villainized and not Robin Thicke tells you everything you need to know about the media and how they portray women. It's ridiculous. She was a child. Like, come on. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm just like, you know what, Miley, I'm loving Miley. Oh, I love her. You know? Yeah. Gail, a.k.a. Liam Hemsworth, could honestly just go sit next to his way better than him brother. Uh, yes. Who I do love and will always love. Agree. Um, and, you know, I'm forever here for Miley. I'm here for Miley, you know, just doing her thing. It would be great yeah. if she would invite us to her dance parties. Agree. Agree. But, you know, you can't win them all. No, you really can't. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review. And be sure to tell your friends. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our theme song is by Gems. Scott Velasquez is the music supervisor for Freesound Sync. Peter Johansson is our senior producer. Our writer-producers are Michaela Myers and Liam Garrow. Our sound engineers are Sam Ada and John Lloyd. Executive producers are Tina Rubio and Marsha Louie for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.